What's up, everybody? It's the Alex Leak and Friends NFL Podcast, back for another week. I'm your host, Alex Leak, and this is the 2019 Week 12 Thursday Night Football 6-4 Indianapolis Colts at the 6-4 Houston Texans in a battle for first place in the AFC South. The winner will have a one-game lead. The Colts won the first meeting between the Texans and Colts 30-23 in Indy. So this game in Houston, if the Colts can get a win on the road, they would have a one-game lead in the division and have the tiebreaker after sweeping the Texans. So a big opportunity for the Colts going into this game. But the bad news for Indy is their workhorse running back Marlon Mack would not be available for the game with a broken hand. So running back Jonathan Williams will be making his first career start But uh, the good news for the Colts is that Williams went off in his last game against the Jags, went for 147 yards in Week 11 against a decent Jacksonville Jaguars defense. So the key in this game is going to be can the Texans' defense slow the Colts' run game down and uh, make them one-dimensional. The good news for the Colts is star wide receiver T.Y. Hilton is back for this game. And good news for the Texans is they get Will Fuller back, too. Texans looking to right the ship coming off a blowout loss at the Ravens on Sunday, allowing 41 points. So, a big game for the Texans to get back on the winning side of football, uh, split the series season series with the Colts, and take the lead in the division. We'll see if they can do that. Uh, Texans star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins... Uh, was right there, you know, right with it, there with me talking about the importance of this game, calling it a must-win. Um, you know, especially with you know the what could happen. You know, you lose and you're swept by this team. That's going to be a big blow to your playoff chances. So uh, I agree with DeAndre Hopkins calling this a must-win game for the Colts. Their quarterback, starting quarterback for this game, is Jacoby Brissett. And coming in, he is 4-0, undefeated against the Houston Texans in his career. So we'll see if he keeps that up or if the Texans will find a way to win at home. The Colts' defense forces a third and six, but Deshaun Watson finds DeAndre Hopkins for a seven-yard pass along the sideline. Uh, The officials called him out of bounds at first, but after looking at the replay, it was obvious that DeAndre Hopkins made an unbelievable Toe drag catch. Pretty much, I've learned the last couple of years with DeAndre Hopkins. If it's close along the sidelines, it's a catch. Um, he's gonna. He seems to catch it every single time, even when it doesn't look like one live. He seems to get his feet down in unbelievable ways and make unbelievable catches. That's why I believe he's the best wide receiver in the game. So, because of that catch, keeps the drive aligned. A 35-yard uh, keeps the drive alive. A 35-yard field goal by Kaimi Fairbairn by the Texans gives them a 3-0 lead. Uh, Deshaun Watson would throw an interception to Colts corner Kenny Moore on the first play of their next possession. The ball was slightly tipped to the line by defensive end Jabal Sheard. And it's Watson's first interception thrown in his last 10 home games. So a rare occurrence here is Watson throwing a pick. Big play by Kenny Moore, and this leads to Jacoby Brissett rushing in for a five-yard touchdown, giving the Colts a 7-3 lead 
as Brissett's third rushing touchdown of the season, showing he's multi-dimensional, he can do it both. And the Colts take advantage of Watson's turnover, turning it into seven points. That's what you have to do on turnovers. Turn it into points, and seven is always better than three. Um, then uh, Deshaun Watson fires a 35-yard touchdown pass to a wide-open DeAndre Hopkins in the end zone, giving the Texans a 10-7 lead late in the second quarter. Uh, he was wide open, you know, I just said, you know, I've been talking about it. We all know DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver on the Texans, at least, if not in the entire league. So it goes without saying, you can't just leave the guy uncovered. You can't let him just run down the field with nobody on him. But unfortunately for the Colts, that's what they did. Miscommunication between the corner and the safety. The corner thought he had help. Um, I think the safety was coming down, didn't, didn't get him, let him run right by him. Easy touchdown pass. 10-7 Texans lead. Colts defense has to do better than that if they're going to you know, sweep a series and be playing home football games in January. But for the Colts, they get the ball back and execute a two-minute drive. Get kicker Adam Vinatieri into field goal range, and he makes a 36-yard field goal to tie the game at halftime. So the Texans-Colts tied 10-10 at halftime. Tied in the standings and tied on the scoreboard. Great game with a lot on the line. In the second half, Texans head coach Bill O'Brien decides to go for it on 4th and 3 from the Colts' 34-yard line rather than kick along, which would be about a 51-yard field goal, 52-yard field goal. Decides to go for it on 4th and 3. It's incomplete, almost intercepted, and turnover on downs. Um... I don't have a problem with going for it here. You, you, Bill O'Brien should know his kicker better than anyone and knows whether he can trust him from 50-plus. Um, you got Deshaun Watson. You got DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, all these weapons. Why not keep Watson on the field, try to get closer? It didn't work out here, but I don't mind being aggressive in a game you know you have to have at home, all that. It's not like he was going for it from... His own 34-yard line is the Colts 34. Even if you don't get it, you know, that's not horrible field position. So I'm all right with that decision. Colts running back Jonathan Williams breaks a tackle and stiff arms his way for a 13-yard touchdown run, putting the Colts up 17-10 to in this game. At that point right there, you're getting a little bit worried. It's second half, and the Texans are trailing at home. It's like, all right. Now is the time to execute, otherwise you're looking at getting swept. Kicker Kaimi Fairbairn makes a 36-yard field goal to cut it to 17-13. Colts, late third quarter. On third and four, Brissett hits wide receiver T.Y. Hilton in the hands, but he's unable to make the catch and extend the drive. You know, star players have to make big plays to win football games, and T.Y. Hilton unable to do it here, despite his great history of playing against the Texans and in Houston. Unable to do it here in his first game back. Deshaun Watson and the Texans respond after that. And Watson fires a 30-yard touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins, his second touchdown of the game. And the Texans lead 20-17. to Exactly what they need. They put the pressure on Indy now. Another third and four drop by T.Y. Hilton, who gets up looking for a flag, but none thrown. 
It's a good call. There wasn't pass interference on the play. And T.Y. Hilton would say after the game that he puts his game on him. I hate to be that guy, but that's exactly where I'm going. T.Y. Hilton is the best receiver on the team. Eric Ebron's the one with bad hands. It's not supposed to be T.Y. Hilton. He's supposed to have great hands. And you have to make these catches on third down to keep drives alive to win football games. I hate to be that guy, but this game's on T.Y. Hilton. you got to make those catches. There's more to it than just T.Y., but those are big drops in the second half. You know, say what you will, the quarterback can only do so much if his top receivers are dropping balls. On fourth and seven, Jacoby Brissett, like I said, tries to do it himself. Runs to try and pick up the first down, but is stopped one yard short by Texans linebacker Brennan Scarlett, forcing a turnover on downs, and the Colts would not get the ball back. Uh, some controversy as Deshaun Watson fumbles the ball on a run inside the two-minute warning, but unclear who recovered it. I know you know Darius Leonard says he recovered the fumble, he had it, uh, but at the end of that scrum, uh, I believe the Texans come out with it. I think Deshaun Watson had it. So, you know, yes, it was a fumble. It was weird of the officials to call him down. Uh, I think they should have at least gone to review the play to see if there was an obvious recovery. You know, in the replay, they didn't. They didn't even re review it. Weird timing because you would think the NFL would check that play out. You know, it's a big play. Late in the game, uh, Watson's got to work on ball security. Darius Leonard was the one that forced the fumble out, too. So, solid play by him. And it hurts as a, you know, it hurts for the Colts to not get a review there, you know, in a big game, a game that has so much meaning on the season. But, you know, now you're a game, you know, Texans uh, run out the clock, you know, after that. No timeouts left. Defeat the Colts 20-17 to at NRG Stadium. Colts, you know, you can't dwell on that. You got to take the L. The Texans outplayed you. They did. They were at home. They were supposed to win that game. You guys took care of your home field. Texans taking care of theirs. Split the series as two very evenly matched teams, as you saw from this game and, the, you know, when they played the first time. So, hey, ideally, if you're the Colts, take care of business here on out. Get to the playoffs as a wild card. Or who knows, maybe the Texans will stumble and you still win the division. Either way, getting to the playoffs, maybe you'll have a third chance to play this Texans team. And we'll see what happens there. Maybe T.Y. Hilton, Hilton will catch those passes. Looking at the Texans' stats, Deshaun Watson goes 19 of 30 for 298 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Running back Carlos Hyde, 16 carries for 67 yards. Will Fuller, 7 catches for 140 yards. Will Fuller, every time he plays, he's been hurt a lot, but every time he plays, the Deshaun Watson goes to him and goes to him a lot and goes to him downfield. Will Fuller is a home run hitter. Kenny Stills is, DeAndre Hopkins is. This is a home run hitting team with big play potential every time they drop back. And Will Fuller gets back from injury, goes you know, almost 150 yards receiving. That's incredible. DeAndre Hopkins, six catches for 94 yards, two touchdowns, and it was a degree of difficulty on these catches, too. The over-the-shoulder, uh, you know, the second touchdown catch that goes over his shoulder, and he had to stretch out to catch. Um, great catch there. Uh, yeah, the other one was wide open, but that toe-drag catch on third down, great catch there. Hopkins 
reliable as hell, and in the biggest moments, he's making the biggest catches. For Hopkins, that's five uh, plus catches now in 14 straight games, which is the longest in Houston Texans history. So he's he's uh, rewriting the record books in Houston, even with guys like Andre Johnson there. The great Andre Johnson out of the U. One of my favorite players of all time. Kicker, Kaimi Fairbairn. Goes 2-for-2 two two on field goals, 2-for-2 two two on extra points. So he's solid. Looking at the Colts stats, Jacoby Brissett combines for 149 yards, a touchdown and no turnovers. Running back Jonathan Williams fills in nicely for the injured Marlon Mack. 26 carries for 104 yards and a touchdown. And veteran kicker Adam Vinatieri, 1 of 1 on field goals, 2 of 2 on extra points. So, like I said, a huge win for the Texans, who set themselves up, you know, gained some momentum. They needed this win, and if they can find a way, you know, their next game is huge. Sunday night football at home, the 7-4 Texans host the 10-1 Patriots. Big time game, a lot on the line. A big opportunity for the Texans to get a statement win here and uh, try and, you know, pull away even more in the division. So I'll be watching that game for sure. Sunday night football, primetime, Patriots-Texans. I'm going to say it right now. I got the Texans winning and handing the Patriots their second loss of the year. Book it. Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins going up against the best defense in football. I'm taking Deshaun Watson. Uh, Titans at Colts, the 6-5 Titans at the 6-5 Colts at Lucas Oil Field, home game for the Colts. This one's tough because the Titans, Derrick Henry's a load. He's tough to tackle. The Titans are playing better. The Colts, you know, no Marlon Mack. But all that being said, I'm taking the Colts at home against the Titans in a big division game. I think, you know, at the beginning of the year, I had the Colts finishing better than the Titans. And uh, Ryan Tannehill has provided a little bit of a spark there in Tennessee. But if you're asking me, looking at the two rosters, looking at the two teams, who to pick in this game, I'm taking the Colts, taking the home team. I think it's a very evenly matched game, and home field oftentimes provides just a little, that little bit extra to get the win. So Colts need to get back in the winning Ways don't want to fall to 500. Want to get to seven and five at home against the Titans. I'm taking the Colts in that one. Patriots have been the best team in the NFL all season long at 10 and one. Going to NRG Stadium to take on the Texans. Book it. Write it down right now. I got the Texans over the Patriots on Sunday Night Football. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Check out. Uh, you know, my videos that are up, I got a little clip with my interview with Bobby Bowden talking about Charlie Ward. I got last week's games, some stuff on the Bears and Trubisky and the NFC North. Uh, so check it out. Give me a subscribe. Trying to get those numbers up. Uh, follow me at Twitter, Instagram at, uh, at Freakalik1209. And uh, leave your comments. Let me know what you guys think. Appreciate the support and have a good one, guys. Peace out. Happy Thanksgiving, too, by the way. Peace out.